sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara teen athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, good morning. Another beautiful day here in sunny California, Santa Barbara. Uh, just scrolling down here, looking at, thank you, uh, all those in Berlin. Thank you, Brussels. Thank you, Frankfurt. Thank you, Strasbourg. Um, it's amazing. Because I'd let that worldwide web is, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. Now, now, Dr. D, you probably have the same thing on yours that I just like popping in to see. Uh what new country is checking us out i love it absolutely obviously for me the u.s is number one it's very interesting number two india is that right <laughs> that's awesome oh but i love goodness. it i love it well you gotta tell your indian followers because i haven't i don't have anybody from and we don't have anybody from india we need to we're gonna need to cross over. Well, I gotta so, get I gotta uh, get Ireland to kick in there. They're number three. They're, I'm sorry, they're number four. I think behind Canada. So, oh wow, Ireland, That's let's great. go. <laughs> yeah, we we get a lot of hits from Mexico. Oh, good. Anthony, are you helping out with that Mexican viewing? <laughs> <laughs> Not you yet, got but family, you know, we'll you got see. family in Mexico. We got family all over. We got Mexico, Oaxaca, Puerto Rico. Yeah, you need to start well, making some calls, tell, buddy. <laughs> I want you to tell it everybody, okay? You're on yeah. T Sports Radio, SoundCloud. Check me out. Just making an eye thing. I love it. You know, when I when I see Frankfurt, I I it just tickles me because my mom's my German roots. It's it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So um, anyway, we're waiting for more people to join us, but let's get busy because the kids got to get back to class. I'm gonna start off with Romy Davies. What's going on, Romy? Santa Barbara High School, Don. Thank you, Erica. Hello, everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior, reporting back from Santa Barbara, California, with this week's SB Don Sports Recap, which goes out to my friend Coco. In track news, Davis Flanagan qualified in two events for next week's CAF Division II finals after his performances in Saturday's prelims in Ventura. Andreas Dipdahl and Gianna Sump were also finals qualifiers for the team, and Annie Connect is an alternate. Flanagan will be the finals fifth seed in both the long jump and triple jump. Coach Olivia Perdisa said that Davis has gotten really good at managing these sorts of meets. He did what he needed to keep jumping for another week, so congrats to him and the other qualifiers. In swim news, the girls tied for fourth place in the CAF Division III swim finals, just six points out of second place. High finishers included Milani M, who placed 5th in the 50 freestyle and 7th in the 100 freestyle, Abby Weber, who placed 10th in the 200 free and 10th in the, 50, in the 500 free, Sophia Stevens, who placed 10th in the 50 free and 11th in the 100 backstroke. Those three swimmers with Ellen McClear also swam to a 3rd place finish in the 200 freestyle relay and 4th place finish in the 400 freestyle relay. In baseball news, the boys' season unfortunately ended on Tuesday in a 0-1 loss to Bria Olinda in their second round of CAF playoffs. Their coach, Steven Shuck, said of the boys, they played a great game and someone had to lose. We didn't lose, I think we just ran out of innings. The boys had a couple of scoring chances early in the game, but Bria Olinda's senior pitcher, Owen Brown, came up big to keep them off the scoreboard. 
So congrats on a great season to the boys. That's it for this week's SP Dons recap and see you next time. Thank you, Romy. What a great, great um, job she's done this last year, huh, Dr. D? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, she's got problems. She just was unweighted from UCLA. So it's St. Andrews or UCLA. Can you imagine? That's a nice decision. Uh, not too bad. Not too yep. bad. That's and a smart kid there. That's so blessed. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got Valeria. I just found out from Valeria because she's going to be our senior class president. That's a, uh, it's a, what's the relationship, Anthony? Niece? Yeah, she's my niece. All right. So now what you've got to do is we have to find somebody to take her spot because now that she's the class president, I was struck down last week saying that she's got, she's overcommitted, but she promises to get somebody over at Dos Pueblos to uh, help here. I told her I'd give her more hours. She's got lots of hours. So Valeria, Romo, what's going on over at DP High School? Thanks, Erica. And hey, everyone, I'm Valeria Tiburcio Romo, back with this week's Charger Recap. The CIF Swim Finals was May 5th, and two DP swimmers participated in it, Bryn Graham and Nico Carrillo, who both placed top nine in their individual events. Graham placed fourth in the 100th fly and ninth in the 200 IM. Carrillo placed second in the 100 back and third in the 200 IM. Congratulations to these amazing swimmers. Then boys lacrosse played against Village Christian. This win was led by the Finnan brothers. Daniel scored five goals and had one assist, while Jack scored three goals. The final score was 13-7. Because of this amazing win, they are advancing to the CIF Southern Section Finals in Division Three quarterfinals for the first time in program history. Now moving on to softball, they played against Santa Fe. Unfortunately, the Chargers did not win this game with the final score of 6-2. This was their second round of CIF playoffs, and they end their season with a league record of 11-3. And finally, going back to boys lacrosse. They played against Santa Monica for their CIF quarterfinals. Unfortunately, the Chargers did not win with a final score of 17-8. This ends their most successful season in program history. And that is it for this week's Charger Recap. I'm Valeria Tiburcio Romo, and I'll see you all next time. Thank you, Valeria. And then here's another guy, senior. He's still deciding where he wants to go to school. He's going to be interning with Dr. D here this summer. Broadcasting is his niche. If you hear him every week, you know this. that's the path he should definitely continue on. Bishop Diego High School Cardinal Senior Sean Walters. What's going on? Thank you, Erica. This is Bishop Diego High School Senior Sean Walters coming to you on a gloomy Mother's Day weekend. As the end of the school year approaches, so does the end of Bishop Sports, so there isn't much news on the action side of things. With that being said though, we do have some great accomplishments to report from two of our very own seniors. First, a big congratulations to senior baseball star Isaac Veal on receiving an offer from Westmont College. That is a big, big deal, so big congratulations Isaac. Secondly, another big congratulations to other seniors, Sue Luamanu, on getting second place in shot put on Saturday's Division IV CIF track and field finals. Sue's throw was 51 feet and 11 inches. That is very, very far. 
that is just incredible and these are two of the most hardworking and talented people I know so I'm extremely happy and proud of them well everyone that concludes this week's Bishop Sports recap I hope everyone had an amazing Mother's Day weekend and a great week ahead as well Thank you so much for listening. This is Sean Walters signing off. Our last senior duet, Ambrose Partee, Sammy Schaefer, San Marcos High School Royals. I love what they've done all year. And they just, it's gotten, they've gotten so good. I don't know what we're going to do next year. I just got to put it out, Dr. D, to the Astral because we need to have these recaps continue. Yes. Yes. Uh, unbelievable. And I hope both of them continue also in broadcasting. What's going on over there? Thanks, Erica. It's Sammy Nebros here with your weekly sports update. Starting off with sailing, our team qualified for the high school racing national championship by finishing in second place overall at the Pacific Coast Fleet Race at the U.S. Sailing Center in Long Beach last weekend. The crews of Blake Barons and Tao Lee and Zoe Ziskin and Hope Campbell both placed second in their divisions at the Pacific Coast Interscholastic Sailing Association Gulf Pacific Coast Diggy Championships to earn a trip to the Nationals at the Toms River Yacht Club in New Jersey on June 3rd. Moving on to golf, Leo Metzger of San Marcos advanced to the CIFSS Individual Golf Championship on Wednesday at the Northern Regional Tournament at Los Robles Greens in Thousand Oaks. Metzger made it through a playoff after a late rally put about 1 over 71 for 18 holes. Shams Jahangir Arshad of San Marcos shot a 72 on Wednesday and missed the playoffs for the final spots by one stroke. Great job, boys. Now moving on to baseball, seniors Caden Hodina and Cole Shornwater combined for 11 strikeouts as San Marcos moved into the quarterfinal round in the CIF D3 baseball playoffs with a 5-2 win at DeKeats Tuesday in Hemet. Hodina started the game and gave up two hits in one earned run in six innings with eight strikeouts. Shornwater then struck out the only three batters he faced in the seventh. The two pitchers each had an RBI, Schoenwetter on a double and Hodina on a sack fly. Owen Esterbrook added a home run. Stephen Bradley started off the Royals offense with a two-out, two-run single in the top of the second. Patrick Kelly had three hits for the Royals and Mason Pettingill had two hits and two runs scored. This week's shout-out goes to my parents, Tommy and Lenny Schaefer. Love you guys. That's what we have for you this week. Back to you, Erica. Another terrific recap, another Royal duet recap. Thank you guys so much. Listen, we've got a Big, we got it. We've got, uh, we've got to talk about so many things today, and I'm so looking forward to it. So stay here. Fentanyl death is not a high. Don't let fentanyl lie. A killer in disguise that will make you die. Fly away peacefully from the mountains to the sky. Justin Bruce Forrester, 2-22-22, age 22. He left us all without saying goodbye. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, everybody. This is Anthony Rodriguez coming to you from St. Louis. And, uh, yeah, I am totally freaking out right now because I have to get on a plane. 
I am completely terrified of uh, of heights, and um, I got to take two planes right now. So I'm coming from uh, Illinois, heading up to Phoenix, and then from Phoenix, I got gonna be in SB. Yeah, I have no idea how much I am terrified, especially that I looked out right now and it's raining. So now I'm even worse. <laughs> now my my recommendation to you, Anthony, is uh, yes, sir. Stop looking out the window. Close that shade. Uh, I, I can't. I'm not even on the plane yet. I'm just looking outside. <laughs> I understand that, but when you get on the plane, no, uh, I'm not even going to tell you that it's one of the safest modes of travel. Okay, it's irrelevant, irrelevant, because that does not alleviate your fears. I know, but no, know that all. we are with you all the way. Okay. We're with you all the way. Yeah, but why did it have to rain? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't you know, raining when I got here. <laughs> I know there are a lot of teens that uh, have a fear. If they, if they think about flying, they've got a fear in the pit of their tummy. Alex, have you ever uh, had fear of flying or have uh, worked with any teens that have a fear of flying? Uh, not any teens that I know of, uh, but I used to be very fearful of flying. Um, and I just, I, you know, it was a lot of anxiety that I was dealing with at the time. And so, you know, one thing that helps me is, uh, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of crazy, but if you don't go down in the first two minutes, you're good. <laughs> you know that's what the, that's what they told me you know the worst it's thing like if, if, if you off. can if you take off and you're you're ascending and you're ascending and you get to that altitude cruising level you're you're fine yeah yeah don't have any dreams of birds or anything we don't want any of those <laughs> but i would say you know the things that have helped me breathing just just focusing on my breathing uh, I try not to have coffee because that'll kind of crank up my anxiety. Um, you know, St. John's War is a nice kind of anxiety reducing kind of uh, homeopathic, you know, herb you can take or pill you can take. Uh, otherwise, you know, you take anxiety medication to help you. But it's, it's yeah, hard, it, man. And I wouldn't sit by the window right now, at all. <laughs> there you go, cocktail. I mean, honestly, if you self-medicate, that's the way to go. To just do it. Just to get I usually do them, but I'm flying. Uh, yeah, just to get you through it. But I mean, honestly, just breathe, breathe, and yeah, don't yeah, look yeah. outside, and and just try to weather the storm. So you know, my my mom, my mom lost me on a plane in 1966, and they moved her to first class, and she fell asleep. And she gives, you know, kids, parents try to medicate them before. But I, I have, I don't know, I have this weird thing where everything that you try to do is the opposite. So she gave me like a Benadryl or whatever, which just jacked me. So she wakes up. It was, we, we took a, we was going to Germany to go see her family. And she wakes up and I'm gone. She can't find me. She's just going up and down, having a heart attack. Hits the button. Uh, now the waitresses, uh, stewardesses, uh, not waitresses, stewardesses are trying to find me. And guess where I was? I was flying to play. I was sitting on the captain's lap. Oh, yeah, baby. I'll never forget that. See, so if you would have had that experience, here I am, five years old. I changed my life. Okay. Okay, that, that really dates us, honey. That was long ago. We can't do That's, that anymore. I don't care. It was just awesome. That's it. And because I handle my hair every new moon, you never know. That's it. <laughs> Wait, so did they did they allow you into the pilot cabin because you were panicked and anxiety and you're kind no! of No! 
I just, I was a kid having fun. I knocked on the door. You just, oh, you knocked on the door. <laughs> oh, you know me. And that's what I did for, uh, let's see, from 83 to 1999, I was a door knocker. That's how I sold insurance. So all those years, <laughs> so I was really good. It started when I was five years old. Oh, let, let me in, baby. So yeah, it was, it was awesome. My mom couldn't believe it. And see, they they let you smoke on the planes back there. So back then, so I got to smell smoke for the rest of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom was smoking two at a time. <laughs> well, it, I, I remember as a kid flying, and I, I, there are so many things you can't do now that you could do when you were younger. Oh, of course. But, um, if you have either a uh, Buddhist pervasion or, or some sort of religious uh, ideas or anything, a lot of cultures have beads and a lot of uh, people around the world will count beads when they're anxious. So when I'm anxious today, I'll, I'll grab, you know, a nice uh, jewelry set that has some nice beads on it. And I'll just say a mantra or a prayer and I just roll the beads in my hand. And I just figure now's my time to offer some good thoughts to the universe. I don't know, a couple of cocktails. You might be asleep for those first two minutes, Anthony. Think of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially that I don't drink. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it's not too bad of a flight, man. You're lucky it's not going overseas to Europe, and that's like 11 hours, 10 hours. You know, it's so it's kind of short, you know, but it's tough that you got to do it twice. <laughs> take off, <laughs> land, take off, land, and then you're home. home. So, but good luck, man. You'll, I think you'll be all right. And and I have to tell you, Anthony. Thank you. Definitely, that, definitely going to need it. <laughs> well, Anthony, I can tell you that uh, I envy you because I love flying. I love, it's not so much the flying, although I love flying. It's more the journey. It's more the trip. It's more the adventure that I really am. I get thrilled about whenever I know I'm going to be taking the train and or the plane or what have you. So kind of look at it that way as this is an adventure. You never know who you're going to meet on the plane. Matter of fact, maybe the person you're sitting next to, you strike up a little conversation with them and talk to them about you know, what's going on with them? Maybe share a little about what's going on with you. And before you know it, welcome to Santa Barbara, where it's a brisk 52 degrees. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole time here, I got was smashed into a window, so it wasn't very comfortable. I oh, no. Uh, well. Pull the shade down, Anthony. Pull the shade down. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or if you can download a movie, get distracted with a movie or a podcast, uh, maybe your work, you know, something to distract you from what's going on around you. But maybe yeah. some kind of Netflix show. Uh, yeah. You can do that. You know, just try to stay as distracted as you can. I think it's really important, though, since we're talking about as a teen sports radio show, teen athletes, kids, anybody in that uh, age frame, don't be afraid to express your discomfort to your family because by holding that in, that's just extra stress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, let let that let that out there, and then maybe that given some tools. And then you won't grow up and turn into an Anthony because I don't think Anthony was sharing your feelings. Anthony, I don't yeah. think you're sharing your feelings when you're a kid. Yeah, no, you know what? It, it, you know, it's okay not to be okay, you know? And it's nice to have somebody that will listen to you and not judge you for, for your, the way that you feel, yeah, you know? Right. And just know that. 
it's it's good to to express the way that you feel because no matter what you know some if somebody's listening to me that's probably one of the best things i know that you're not alone you know uh, and would, being able to express my feelings right now and that's it's actually helped me out a little bit because i feel a little bit more relaxed than i did earlier well so, uh, anthony uh, before we go to break let me just say if you feel that way then you go ahead and you let the flight attendants know hey I'm very nervous about flying, and they're going to be there to help you through, too. I mean, my goodness, these people have seen uh, everything from people who absolutely love it, wish they could fly the darn jet, to those people who <laughs> start turning into Kevins and Karens on the plane. Yes. And then they end up waiting for a train, a bus, or an Uber to their next destination. <laughs> so, so just let them know. It's okay to let them know, hey, I'm nervous. Uh, can you, what can you do for me? Or, or okay. I just want you to know that yeah. I'm really, really nervous about all of this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they, they'll come and check on you more often. Yeah. We've got more people coming in and I got the smushy sign. We got Huga right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dominic Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and this is a Huga moment. So, Huga has to do with uh, comfortable conviviality, has to do with all those things that make us feel good, re energize our bodies, helps us form great friendships and strengthen our family relations and have fun in school and have fun on our teams on our team sports so all those good nourishing things and part of like how i like to nourish things is i like to bring in storytelling and i i want to explain a little bit to teens the fun thing about storytelling is you might have a difficult issue that you want to talk to a friend about or maybe you want to talk to your parents about and if you can find a story that's not you, you could tell the story and then have the discussion. And, and it's not about you, but then you can sort of temper where you're at with your friends or where you're at with your parents and get information about what their feelings and thoughts are before you decide to reveal that it, maybe it's something that you're trying to handle or think about. So sometimes my kids would come and tell me, oh, my friend is experiencing blank and blank. What should I say to them? And then I would talk to my kids and I just assumed that it was about that, you know, it was about their friend, but I was very frank about my feelings and my ideas and so forth. And they were able to take in information without being worried that I was judging them. Because sometimes when you let people know, hey, I've got an issue, you, you have to worry about whether you're getting judged, right? So part of storytelling, if you want really quick, fast stories, Aesop's fables are amazing. There are so many stories and we got talking animals. And um, so Aesop was a Greek slave 
who just was this amazing storyteller. And he didn't, there isn't any writing, but his stories were so great. They became famous and got passed down throughout history. So here it is 2000 years later, and we're still telling Aesop fables. So the Aesop fables are, um, if you've never heard them before, they have something happens in the story and then there's a moral to the story, right? And, but as time changes, that moral to the story could be multiple or maybe it changes to fit the current times. So I'm going to tell you a couple of just quick, famous Aesop fables. And you may not have known that these stories came from the, the slave named Aesop, the Greek slaves. So uh, one of the famous ones is the goose that laid the golden egg. So there was a uh, an older woman who had an amazing goose that somehow or another, magically, the universe set it up so that this goose every day laid a golden egg. And she was able to go into the market, sell the egg, get enough money to care for her family. And this was a wonderful thing. Well, one night she was thinking, you know, this goose must have just a gazillion golden eggs inside of it. So tomorrow I'm going to just, you know, cut open the goose and get all the eggs. And and then we can, you know, really do something fabulous. So she kills the goose, opens it up, and there's nothing inside. It was just the magic of the moment that was getting the goose to lay the golden eggs. So this story, when someone references the goose that laid the golden eggs, what they're trying to tell you is, hey, it may be something amazingly miraculous about the situation that's making things work out well, and that if you compress it and try to get all that goodness out all at once, it may not come out the way that you were expecting it. So there, and there's lots of thoughts that can go along with the goose laid the golden egg. But um, that's that's the first one. A anyone want to offer something on the goose laid the golden egg? Well, energetically, that just makes so much sense, right? When you try to recreate something and the magic just isn't there because the vibration isn't there. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's just not there. And then there's another part of it. I wish Christine was here. She's on her way in. Another part of it is, though, is it the greed? Yeah. yeah. I mean, greed sets in, right? Yep. yep. And it's like, really? You weren't satisfied. You weren't grateful. You know, you weren't humble. You just wanted more. And fear and greed are the two strongest emotions that I think that everybody incarnating in this life has to deal with and manage it's a it's the lifelong management isn't it alex so that the strongest emotion is actually love if she would have loved the goose she would have continued to have golden eggs every day so uh, i love what you're commenting on because fear and greed can make us jump into things that love would not have put us there so maybe one of the morals to the story is if you're feeling motivated by fear and greed, double check with your heart what your love says. Well, the love, she could have loved it to death and maybe got two eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? But fear and greed, see what I'm saying? Like when people do something and slide shift, it's, it's really either fear or greed. And I agree about the whole thing on love, but for whatever reason, I look at life and, and we're not putting that first. Yeah. And I, there's a fear there, I guess, like just to, to let it all drop, you know, keep yourself completely exposed and just love. It's just, a lot of people just have. And I think that's why we're here. We're we're here to learn how to do that. Right. I love now, it. 
Alex. So you can take this fable so many different ways. Greed is one for sure. Uh, the thing that stood out to me the most is forcing uh, something to happen. That's just it's it's naturally occurring, and you're forcing more out of it. I guess the greed sets in, right? You want more. You're not grateful for what you have, and you don't appreciate what you have. You lack the love of the goose itself you know why would you kill it it's an animal it's giving you why why would you destroy the tree that's bearing fruit like why what's wrong so it's so many different things you can do but i think for me it's one of the biggest things with covid that has taught me so much is just you know what i need to stop fighting this i need to go with the flow i need to be grateful for what i have appreciate everything that comes my way and i am not going to force anything to happen if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And that, you know what? That's as long as my intentions are good, I'm okay. So yeah, I love it. it there's is this is a great story though, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so now I, just, really- I will hope that she would eat the goose though, because honestly, <laughs> or share the goose because I like goose leg. Eat something <laughs> that. What are you gonna do? All right, well, we got to smush. We got to smush aside, Dominique. So we've got a couple of more fables. We're going to have a fable day. It's going to be awesome. Stay here. Well, now together we will stand every boy, girl, woman, and a man. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. This is Dominique Hackett, and I've got one other second story to pass on as a Huga story. You've probably heard this. People will say, you know, oh, that sounds like the fox and the sour grapes. Well, what are they talking about? It's an old Aesop's fable. So once upon a time, there was a fox and he went by and the grapevine had twirled itself up a tree. And so there was these delicious grapes hanging from a branch of a tree. And the fox thought, wow, they look really tasty. I'd love to have some of those grapes. And so the fox backed up a little bit, took a running leap and jumped into the air to try to get to the grapes. Well, he didn't make it. And so he tried again. And he tried again and again and from different angles and he just couldn't leap high enough. He needed to call Alex. Alex (laughs) Alex would have helped him out. (laughs) Sorry. So so then a crow noticed what he was up to and uh, the crow watched him walk away and mumbled to himself, well, those grapes must be sour anyway. And so the story of the fox and the sour grapes is when um, we run into a friend or uh, uh, an adult, a family member, and they were aspiring to something, but then 
because they weren't successful, now they're they're not aspiring to it and they they're not even encouraging anyone else to aspire to it. They're saying that, oh well, the grapes must be sour. So we kind of have to watch for this in ourselves and also watch for when it happens in life where, hey, just because something wasn't attainable today doesn't mean that the grapes are sour. We may, you know, find another grapefruit, uh, grapevine down the line and enjoy the grapes over there. So uh, don't don't turn the things that you can't attain into sour grapes. Okay, Alex, I really would have hired Alex. And (laughs) about I could guarantee you in the fifth try, I would have had those grapes. Because that would have been the goal. Alex would have just uh, conditioned me in such a way that that was going to happen. Alex. Uh, It's another great story. And, And in relation to teens, academically or even in sports, kids, don't give up. If you fail, it is okay. We are meant to fail. And, and it's the only way you're going to learn. It's the only way you're going to learn how not to do something, right? You're going to learn how to correct the mistake. So in sports, whether it's soccer, basketball, you didn't play well. Well, how, what happened? Well, look at it as a teaching moment. Just because you failed and, and yeah, you may have failed badly, but it's not the end of the world. Tomorrow's a new day. You can make up that test, right? You can make it up with some extra credit. There's always something. And then, you know, for sports, that means that you got to get out there and practice. You got to get out there and put that effort in to be better, to make less mistakes, right? To improve upon the lesson, the mistake that you made. So it's always improvement. And we're never perfect. We're always awesome. And think about progress, not perfection, and you'll be just fine. Yeah. And and think about life. I mean, sometimes you look at it, you really want it. go through the whole uh, journal, just go through a, a list of things that might help you achieve that goal. And a lot of times that is bringing other people in. I wasn't kidding about bringing in an Alex or if it's in school, then form study groups. So building relationships, that's all part of the lesson, could be all part of a lesson as well, is how many people did you bring in to help you get what you need? I mean, maybe have a conversation with the crow and tell them to go uh, maybe grab a couple of those grapes and drop them down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know I mean? support, tutors, coaches, absolutely. Right. If you don't know where to begin, ask for help for sure. Tutors and coaches are always willing to help. And we encourage you. We want you to ask us for help. We want to give you that extra attention so that you can succeed. So right. don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask ever. Yeah, the whole sour grapes thing is a cop out. Let's just call it what it is. You did yeah. if you gave it 110% then it wasn't meant for you. Maybe it's for the next person next to you and you're five, four and that person six foot. And they're supposed to have those grapes. Those, those grapes were not intended for you, but you don't know until you really, really, really try. Dominique. Well, I wanted to add in here too. It's important for teens to know that when you're attempting to do something, then you need to take a break. And there's a lot of science coming out about how our brains function when we take a break so having that downtime our brains are literally replaying 
what it is that we learned and what it is that we were attempting to do, our brains are replaying that and it's becoming part of our muscle memory. It's getting absorbed into long-term memory. There's so much happening when we just take a, take a moment, relax, stare at a flower, stare at the sunset, let your mind chill. And uh, amazing things are happening in that downtime. I mean, you could be the base of the foundation of a human ladder. Look at it like that. The next person that comes and just say, look, just lean up against that tree. And just say, hey, I'll split these with you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, baby. Teamwork <laughs> makes a dream work. That's it, yes. baby. Teamwork <laughs> makes a dream work, for sure. All day. That's championship attitude right there. Let's take another little break. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center. Well, um, another wonderful hygge thing that I've been experimenting with is slowing down and making sourdough bread. And I know that probably some of you have seen some of our postings on Facebook, but I just wanted to just share a little bit about my experiences because I used to make bread with my grandmother and my mother long ago, but I never really focused on that much on the whole sourdough process. It's a very slow process. And if you look it up on YouTube, and I really recommend any teens that are interested in this, go just Google, how do I make sourdough bread? There are so many happy bread-making people who have created videos to make it easy for you to get started with sourdough. So why the sourdough? The sourdough ferments. And in the fermenting, that's how the yeasties are growing during that fermentation process. And it makes the bread easier to digest. So it used to be that we had flat bread. It was just basically flour and water and various kinds of flours. And then somebody let the flour and the water sit for a while and forgot about it, and it started to rise. And so that's how the, our in humanity, that's how we got the first bread, was literally sourdough bread. So um, in, I guess it was the 19th century, um, people started, you know, biologists started looking at the yeasties in the bread, and they said, oh, this one yeasty is really strong. And so that became the, known as the baker's yeast. And so they started, uh, we changed the nature of wheat. The wheat we eat now is different from, from the wheat that human beings ate 100 years ago. There's a lot of things that have changed, but the whole thing about sourdough has not changed. And the beautiful hygge quality is you go slow. You're dealing with simple ingredients. It's just flour, water, and a little bit of salt when you make the bread. But you start out with just flour and water. So um, if you go slow, start with organic ingredients, if you can get some, 
That's really nice. It's just easier for the body to digest. And then it the starter ferments over a couple of days. And then you have enough of it that you mix with some more flour and a little bit of salt. And then it sits and it does its magical thing. And then you pop it in the oven and you got bread. And it's so wonderful. It fills the air with a beautiful smell. It's something that you've related to during your day. You've had this um, this loving, <laughs> caring for your yeasties. So I just want to put a plug out there. If any teens are interested in doing something that's really healthy for you, it's a really great practice. Check out uh, making your own sourdough. It's really easy. I can't tell you how many times you checked on it because you had to feed it in the morning and you have to feed it at night, right? Well, it depends on how much starter you have going, but I've seen videos where people just feed it once a day. So there's lots of ways to make it not take that much time, but still be a loving thing that you're doing for yourself and your family. Right. Fantastic. Well, as I've been writing these books, and I tell you, I wish Emily next week, she's going to be here, but um, hopefully... Your stories are so much fun. Fun. Yeah, I tell you, that, that's just another, another challenge, kids out there, teen athletes, adults, grandparents, writing a story and getting it published is something that you want to put on your bucket list. It is, it's daunting. It is so much work. Anytime I heard, oh, I wrote a book. Ah, how hard is that? This has been like seven months. This has taken so long, but when you're like Dominic says, you t- your heart is in something. I have probably about 17, 18 stories I want to get out there. Um, I'm thinking a couple more, hopefully by the end of the year. I'd love to have out there my work. And the first two books um, will be out probably 10 days. And I'm excited. So, uh, And you're taking yeah. from your experience of being in sports, your experience of being in school. You're, you're building these stories off of your life experiences. Yeah, it's children's books. You could do that. Um, but it's you're leaving something, too. We have this radio show for 13 years, so it's not like my kids have to look through an album. You know, and, and I, I look at the same thing with all the kids. You know, we got Ava Burford right now. She's going to be so successful. We know that. We've known that she was a freshman. Four years she's been with us. Laura Arcadia, the same thing. She's going to be moving to ten- Tennessee. Our first co-host was Tommy Ijin. Uh He's a teacher. Uh, it's just nice looking back. And I know this show has been a platform for them. And if they wanted to go check out themselves, they, they can go into our, our, our archives. And we have it all there for them. So it's, yeah, it's kind of cool. I'm really thankful. I am so thankful for uh, Dr. D and Les Carroll and having this opportunity. So, Dr. D, thank you. I want you to close out the show today. Got a lot going on. Yes, indeed. And it's uh, very important uh, when you have a lot going on, as you say, uh, to stay focused. And what, you know, it's funny, there are a lot of different uh, ways in which we can uh, move forward through this pile of things that we have to do or have to deal with. Uh, but the one that seems to come back to my mind over and over and over again, and I believe it's uh, from either Zen or Zen Bo- Buddhism or Zen Buddhism, one of the two. And that is this. One of the things that I do regularly, 
Chop wood, carry water. Chop wood, carry water. Chop wood, carry water. And I could say that over and over again because I do chop wood and I do carry water because we buy distilled water for our animals and ourselves and I buy them in one gallon containers in a six pack. Well, a gallon of water is eight pounds. You have a six pack, multiply that times six, okay? And uh, then you carry multiples of those and i'll buy 18 gallons at a time in three six packs that is carrying water now i'm wow. chopping up an oak tree and uh it's one that has fallen it has died unfortunately but we're going to chop it up and we're going to utilize it for firewood next season uh, assuming that it will be cured by then and then of course there's also the weed trimming around and i put that under the category of of chopping wood um so it was one of those things where I got home last night, for example, and I said, I need to go out and I need to do some weeding around the front of the house because it needed it. There's no question it did, but I needed it. So keep that in mind. And with that, I'm going to turn it back over to you, Erica, to wrap things up and send us on our way. All right. So why don't you guys, my teen athletes out there, weed, do some gardening, make some bread. All right, connect. All right, give your parents a hug. God bless you all. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a pusher with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I would never sing.